Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. I'm kind of a big deal. Whenever hear the music, Colin, take it away. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Welcome into this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10, brought to you in part by the Brown Fiender Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you today. A little early today, we are back on TV 10. Uh, shout out to our engineer, Rodney, along with Colin, helping out. Teamwork makes the dream work for getting us back on TV tonight, which means we'll have EPAC hoops on tonight on TV 10 and WRNR TV on YouTube, as well as talk rated WRNR. It was mostly Rodney. He he said, you know, I couldn't have done it without Colin's help. So I had to Yeah, get because I had to shout. retrace my steps yesterday to realize where things went wrong. All right. Well, we've got a pair of tickets to WVU's game tomorrow against UAB if you want them. Uh, they're free. They're free. Comment on the show right now why you want to go on the Facebook page. And uh, after the show, we'll uh, hit you with a Facebook message. and uh, Or I don't even know. We'll figure something out. We'll pick somebody. It's we'll pick somebody. It's WVU UAB 6 p.m. tip off tomorrow. Yes. So if you want to go, post in the comments why you want to go. And uh, we got the pair of tickets for you, uh, Section 204. So pretty good section. We it's can't possible. go because, one, we have basketball tomorrow, and two, because there's three of us. We yeah. have to fight for them. <laughs> yeah. Mostly the, the three of us thing. Uh, but, uh, Colin, the uh, Class AAA All-State football list is out. Yes. Four guys from Martinsburg on the uh, list. What about the other schools? On first team, I believe there was one Jefferson guy. I need to quickly pull it up. I think it was uh, Spencer Powell that made the list from Jefferson. But there we go. Let me pull it up now from WV News. So first team, Ezra Bajant at quarterback. It was Jeremiah Riffle from Hurricane, Zach Rorig from Bridgeport, Jerry Hawkins, Cyrus Traw, Dominic Collins, Kamar Summers, Leith Gatham, Robbie Martin, Eli Campbell, Sean Rose, Robert Shockey, Gavin Lockout, Brett Phillips, and Stanley on the offensive side. And then the rest of the Martinsburg guys as well, Spencer, were on the defensive side. Rashad Reed from Martinsburg made the first team All-State for AAA. Let me scroll through, try to keep it local. Cam, Cam Shallis, Spencer Powell as well, and then a utility guy in Jameer Hunter. And then the second team offense, looking at that right now, um, Ray Adamas was the captain for the second team offense at wide receiver. Uh, offensive lineman from Martinsburg, EJ Hendricks. And you keep going down to the second team defense, Aiden Fleming from Martinsburg. You skipped Aiden Hartman. Oh, yeah. I forgot. You know why? Because they spelled his name wrong. That is true. They so put Hartman. Was, yeah. Well, they also spelled Baden wrong. It's B A Y D E N. And it, yes. So Baden Hartman. Aiden Fleming on the defense. Um, Keyshawn Robinson rounds out the list, I do believe. Oh, no, Murphy Clement makes a utility as well. And then there's a ton of guys that make the um, the honorable mention list. Way too many to go through. But congratulations there. You know, Max Anderson makes the uh, honorable mention list. Let me just go down here and name a couple. Kobe Moneypenny, I see. Kobe Moneypenny, Eli Faircloth. Um, Isaiah Fritz, Zion Grantham, Declan Hall, kicker and punter. Um, there's just so many on this list that it would take like 10 minutes to read it all. But congratulations to everybody that made the class AAA nice All-State teams. Okay. Congrats to everybody that made the list. Guys, tonight we're back in action on TV 10 with some uh, high school hoops coverage as well as tomorrow. What, uh, what games we got tonight? Just one game tonight. I'm just turned off. I'm not no, because I was letting Colin go earlier. I'm not on this game tonight. That's no. true. Greenbrier yes, East Greenbrier at East Muscleman. At Muscleman. And then Greenbrier East stays in town tonight. 
Yeah, and then they travel to Spring Mills. Travel Spring Mills. We'll have that game for you tomorrow. It's a 1 p.m. tip-off, 12.30 pregame. And then following that, Spring Mills girls host Bridgeport around 2.30 p.m. Uh, so we'll have a doubleheader there, but EPAC Hoops gets going tonight, guys. Are we excited? I'm very excited. I think, uh, you know, it's an interesting matchup tonight. Greenbrier East was pretty close to making the postseason a year ago. Musselman is pretty much a brand-new team, so... You know, there's definitely some optimism there, but I think it's going to be a, a challenge. Greenbrier East returns a lot from last year. Uh, expected to be one of the best teams in the state this year. So we'll see how Musselman rises to the challenge. Like we said yesterday on the show, um, I think one thing that's almost guaranteed about Musselman, no matter where they are in the standings or record-wise this year, I think they will always go out and compete and, and be a uh, tough team to, to – uh, you know beat so we'll see how they end up playing tonight um it's a good opportunity at home to pull off a big upset uh early in the year and really kickstart your season the way you want things to go and then tomorrow it's two teams that i think could finish in the top 10 this year in the state based on uh spring mills having all that young talent returning and um green rice's predictions early on so we'll see how uh these two games play out for the epac boys and on the girls side um you know bridgeport's always a tough program in all their sports and uh the spring mills girls have a have the potential to be the best team in the epac this year so it should be an exciting weekend of basketball yeah i'm looking forward to uh all three games tonight as tonight there's three games tonight I was starting with tonight because <laughs> it's the most recent day, Spencer. Yes. There is actually multiple games going on around the EPAC. Tonight. I know. But the first one that we're covering out of the three games, which is what I was saying before I was rudely interrupted by Spencer Dupuis, I'm looking forward to because, as Nick said, it's a basically brand-new team in Musselman who still has a lot of talent on this team as – Spencer's now messing with me, so I'm just going to let him talk. I'm not messing with you. I thought I heard the when you get too close with the sound, the big, the know. annoying noise. So I was trying to make sure that didn't happen. So, I lost my train of thought, though, because so of that. Can't. So, for Musselman, I don't know, but the one that I've been focusing on since I'm calling the game is the girls' game, Spring Mills. You get the rosters? Bridgeport. I have both rosters. It's the first game of the year for Spring Mills, so get the see how the Lady Cardinals fare after last year's run to the uh, state tournament. And then on the other side, Bridgeport 2-0, led by Gabby Reap, who averages 20.5 points per game. So looking forward to how she does. And she scored 26 points last game in the win. So got to contain her if Spring Mills wants to win. All right. Well, that'll do it for this first segment of Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll be joined by Hedgesville Boys basketball coach Kelly Church. You're tuned in to Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Back in two minutes. Today is going to be the day. This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it. No questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. At the Berkeley County Health Department, our motto is prevent, promote, protect. Since 1935, our mission has been to provide clinical and environmental services to protect the health of the general public. We're committed to building public health in our community by offering a wide range of services, including blood pressure screening, breast and cervical screening, family planning, counseling, lab testing, and more. We perform health inspections to make sure the restaurants you visit are clean, and we prepare and coordinate plans to respond to all hazards. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court, Martinsburg. 
Hefley Motor Company, just off I-81 at 993 Hedgesville Road, is a family-owned and operated business providing the Eastern Panhandle with the highest quality pre-owned vehicles and customer service since 1997. Hefley is a pre-owned Carfax Advantage dealer. We're proud to be your partner serving the community. You're local, we're local, so why not buy local? Call us at 304-267-7172 or see us at 993 Hedgesville Road. And if you want to sell your car, we buy cars too. Check us out at Hefley.com. Hefley Motor Company, a nice place to do business. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin, happy to have you with us. We're now joined on the phone by the head coach for the Hedgesville boys basketball team, head coach Kelly Church. How are you doing today, Coach Church? I'm doing great. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks for coming on with us. And you guys open the season tonight, and uh, it seems like uh, you have a a lot of uh, private schools on your schedule this year. Well, uh, you know, um, a, a smoldering of them. Like, you know, we had to uh, – we had to uh, Miami over Christmas break. Uh, you know, it's a um, we're fortunate enough to have gotten invited to a it's a an elite like national tournament. So, um, you know, we played in it once before, um, and a friend of a friend was able to to get us in that tournament uh, there as well. And then around here, we 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 you know our schedule is fairly similar to what it was before. Uh, we play. Uh, a team out of Baltimore to start off uh, tonight, uh, and then winners losers play tomorrow. So we'll we'll either play Broad Fording or Parkersburg, um, you know, uh, in tonight's tournament. So um, you know, do the best to uh, you know try to provide our kids with opportunities to play against different different schools from different areas. We have a uh, uh, IDEA who I just found out isn't going to be in, in Jefferson's tournament tonight. Uh, is is coming uh, next week. Uh, to one of our, you know, to our mixer as well, and so we'll play them, and they're they're out of D.C. and they're usually a pretty talented team as well. And I know they play, uh, you know, uh, they they play a pretty difficult schedule every year as well. So we're excited just to get things started. Coach, a uh, pretty experienced team returns for you guys this year. What are some of your uh, expectations for the season? Uh, you know, well, the biggest thing, like obviously, we we do have, like we we think we have. Uh, at least seven kids who on a regular basis could, could make their argument for, you know, seven or eight kids make their argument for, um, you know, that they think that they should start. So, you know, we, we believe we have up to 10 kids that can, could play different games, substantial minutes in games. And the biggest thing that that's done is that's helped us in practice. I mean, it makes it much, much more competitive, uh, you know, every day in practice when you have, you have guys really, really fighting for minutes and, in, in the games and so um you know again uh you know how how we're going to be able to handle you know we, we have a number of players who have the ability to have big scoring nights i think on different nights um you know the other side of that is uh you know we uh, the game of basketball you only play with one ball so our willingness to play together uh, and to share the basketball becomes extremely important coach shirts about a month month and a half ago we got to kind of just spy on your practice for a little bit it was a very intense practice as everybody uh would expect but afterwards talking with you you also uh stated the fact that the team really needs to just gear up and lock in defensively to find success so a month and a half later uh i know it's still not the start of the season yet but early on in the season how's that uh defense looking for your squad well, I, I think we're a lot better than we were. Uh, but like you said, I mean, it's a long way to go. So you, you guys were here, I think, with volleyball, and we had a flex day. And, uh, you know, uh, we, we've just, we, as a staff, we just, we decided, like, you know, we, we think we, again, I, I mean, I alluded to it already. We have some kids that can score some points. I think last year we were an abysmal defensive team. I, we were we were awful. Uh, one of the worst defensive teams that I've ever coached. And, um, you know, uh, lots of times in, in athletics, well, if a team's not good at something, it becomes really easy to say, 
oh well the kids just don't do this or the kids just don't do that i'm not, i'm just not i'm not i'm not one of those guys nor am i gonna let my staff be that way and the reality of it is it falls on us it falls on me and so uh you know we can do some different things scheme wise to to take this kid out of the game or to try to you know limit another kid's shots and but the reality of it is man we have to make a decision that we're going to become a much much tougher defensive team and that we're going to take pride in not letting the other team score and uh you know it doesn't mean the kids won't make plays kids on other teams have good nights too but um you know making that our focal point uh, from the from the start like uh you know we, we even noticed it uh over the summer we, we were still pretty bad at it uh and so coming into to to the fall you know every opportunity we got we spent more time working on defense and i think we've made progress uh you know we still don't rebound the ball well enough um but we, we seem to be a do, doing a better job of at least communicating and trying to guard the basketball a lot harder than we did before and coach you know you mentioned uh you have about you'll go seven deep this year who are some of those seven guys i know that last year guys that really came on were cam wilkes and christian bolduke but i i believe you have a transfer in in barclay and uh you know, some football players playing as well yeah and and you know in, in addition to to everybody that you just mentioned uh you know elijah's back with us uh, elijah was with us two years ago uh, i played on the varsity teams as, as a freshman actually uh and then was with us two years ago during the COVID year and then uh, last year uh, both he and i decided it'd be better for elijah to spend some time working on uh things that at Edgeville high school may be a little bit different than, and again i'm not saying anything negative about other schools but i i certainly care a lot more about whether or not our kids are going to be able to make it when they leave here and i don't mean make it basketball wise but um you know so uh you know sometimes it's a little bit in, in some ways it's it's hard to play here because i have high expectations for you and in, in, in all walks of life and um you know elijah's doing a great job and so very rarely on your roster do you have you know three kids that have scored more than 30 points in a basketball game much less three kids on the same team that at some point in their career scored more than 30 points against the martinsburg team uh we have that this year uh with all those kids back obviously you know stefan's a, a an extremely athletic kid that adds to it you know damon cook from last year uh tay wilmer who's started a number of games um you know so you know we we, we do have some death uh you know uh, uh xavier's here from football and and jackson also who's a you know he's a three-sport kid so he he doesn't uh spend tons of time working on anything because he's always playing something but uh you know obviously he he helps us in in many many ways as well and um you know and then you had uh, you know uh, quincy's uh quincy pitsnoggles uh certainly gives us uh, some added height when we needed at times and so again it's been very very competitive every day um you know and zanning gain who was injured most of last year as well uh, you know, he had a, he had actually a, a fractions back, and he's back with us. And so, um, you know, again, it's uh, we, we have some kids and and uh, that that I think you know want to play, and they're showing that every single day in practice. And so, again, that practices have been way way more competitive. Uh, having competitive practices, hopefully, will translate into you know into us giving great effort on the the defensive end, especially you know when we open up tonight. Coach. Uh... When you look at the AP preseason poll, your team was picked ninth in the state, uh, second in the EPAC. The EPAC well represented in that poll with Jefferson being number four and and a few other teams receiving votes. Uh, What's your thoughts on the EPAC competition this year? Last year was obviously a very competitive year. Is that your expectation again? Yeah, certainly. I mean, and and again, like I, I, a huge compliment to to all the coaches in the area. I think anytime you talk to any of us, like everybody's extremely well prepared, and and so there's just no off nights. Everybody works really, really hard at this. Uh, everybody's already out scouting everybody's games. Everybody goes and watches and films or gets film of every game, and so there's no secrets when when it comes to you know when we're all playing each other. Um, you know, and I think that's 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 good. It makes for like you said a, a more competitive and, and balanced. Uh, you know, certainly an entire region. Um, you know, one of the other things that I think is uh, really, really interesting, like with with our with our area. You know, you talked about the polls and everything else, and where you know where you know where, where do you stack up compared to the rest of the state? And like I, I tell our kids all the time, like it just like all the polls, they're neat. 
and they, they, they are. I think the polls become a reflection of, of what other people think of you and think of your program. And so that's great for, you know, parents, and it's, it's great for the community, and it's great for you guys to be able to talk about. The reality of it for me is it's, it's, it's really lots of times nothing but a negative. Because if kids look at that stuff and they think, oh, we're already the ninth best team in the state, like sometimes we're not the ninth best team in our gym, and it's just us and our JV team. So, uh, you know, we really, really try to get the kids to focus in and understand that, you know, all you can do, this is a, this, this thing is a, a marathon. It's not a sprint. And the way things are, you know, anymore, you know, you have flex days, you have, you have the three-week period in the summer. I mean, this thing is a, a marathon. And uh, we're not going to win or lose the state championship tonight when we open up. We try to create habits every single day, every single day, I mean, how you treat people, how you act towards other people. Uh, you create those same habits when, you know, are you willing to talk on the defensive end and uh, try to stay away from social media as much as you can? We try to do different things to promote our kids. And, you know, it's, it's the world we live in. Uh, you know, if I had my way, all social media stuff would be gone from everywhere. But that's not, that's not the world we're going to live in. So we try to get our kids to understand you can't get caught up worrying about what other people think of you. You better worry about what we think of ourselves. Coach Church, last year in the regional final, your team fell to Jefferson 65-48 this year. Obviously a whole new season, but what are the keys to make sure that you guys out of this region are one of the two to get the head to Charleston this year? Well, I, you know, again, it's I, I, not to beat the dead horse. Uh, we have to play defense. Like we'll, we'll be able to score some points, uh, you know, I, I think. Um, you know, we, we certainly have some kids that can shoot it. We have some kids that can get to the rim. Uh, we've got to do a better job of rebounding the basketball. But uh, a collective effort, uh, a decision being made by by our kids on the floor that, that all five of them are going to play together and we are going to make it extremely difficult for other teams to score. And, it, you know, if we're willing to do that, I think we got a chance. If we're, we're unwilling to do that and we worry more about whether or not we score points or I score points, if we worry about those things, then, you know, then I think the same thing can happen to us that happens to lots of teams along the way. If you're more worried about your individual goals or your individual scoring points, parents ask all the time. You know, parents, we talk to our kids openly about it. First, parents want their kids to have an opportunity, and then once they get their opportunity, they say, well, okay, well, now they want playing time, and now once they get playing time, they want them to score points. It's what happens with almost every parent of every kid that I've ever coached, which I understand. And, and so we, we've openly talked to our kids. Like, you get your opportunity every single day in practice. Now, we used to work in a world where, you know, your practices were closed. Keep parents out. We tell our kids openly, you can, you know, tell your parents they can come watch any and every practice whenever they want. Love to have them because uh, they're going to see how hard you work or how hard you don't work, which will be a direct correlation to whether or not you get that opportunity in a game. So hopefully our kids have bought in and they understand that our expectations are high, especially for their effort on the defensive end of the floor. Coach Church, our guest, thanks for the time, uh, Coach Church, and we'll be out there on the 20th for your game against New Life Christian. All right, thank you very much. You guys have a have a a, a, a pre great great start to your season and everything else, and I look forward to seeing you guys. Thank you. Have All a great right. day, Coach. That was head coach for the Hedgesville Eagles uh, boys basketball team. Head coach Kelly Church. Always great to catch up with Coach Church. He's a fun interview. Always enjoy it. The problem is, is you never know how long he's going to talk about one particular question. Exactly. We had a couple questions left, but we've, we're running out of time on the segment. Because we got to catch I'd up. I'd rather always have next. a longer interview than a, a shorter one. That is true. That is true. Very uh, true. We'll be out there for their game against. Yeah, be appreciative Christian. of what you get. Yes, Spencer. Segment sponsored in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store any longer. Cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living, and his family owned and operated. Right here in Martinsburg at 360 Aquinas. Go to Orsini's.com for more. We'll be back after this two minute break. We'll catch up with head coach for the Martinsburg Bulldogs, head coach Dave Rogers. We'll be back in two minutes. Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger. We carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. 
WVU Medicine is pleased to introduce eight new providers at Berkeley and Jefferson Medical Centers and University Healthcare Physicians. Dr. Muneeb Malik, Nephrology, Neonatal Nurse Practitioner, Antonia Montag, Dr. Janice McMillan, Endocrinology, Nurse Practitioner, Kimberly Applegate, Infectious Disease, Nurse Practitioner, Saba Ademe, Hospitalist, Certified Nurse Midwife, Brianna Lilly, Physician's Assistant, Scholar Sade, Family Medicine, Dr. Kelly Ash, Family Medicine OB, WVU Medicine, growing to meet the needs of our community. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg is the place to be. Join us every night to relax and enjoy football or basketball games featuring either the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Shepherd University Rams, or West Virginia Mountaineers. We will have steak night every Wednesday, trip nights every Thursday, and now taco and margarita nights every Tuesday. You can find us on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard in Martinsburg. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV10. As we uh, venture around boys basketball in the EPAC, we're now joined by the head coach for the Martinsburg Bulldogs, head coach Dave Rogers. How are you doing today, Coach Rogers? Hey, I'm doing great. Good to be with you guys. Thanks for hopping on. You guys begin the season uh, tomorrow at John Hanley High School for a uh, t- uh, invitational tournament and play Harrisonburg. And you guys ready to get back on the court for this season? Oh, I think so. It's t- You're tired of uh, beating up on each other in practice, but we've got an opportunity to go back to that. We've played in that one other time, and and um, we were able to go back. And, of course, Harrisonburg is a, is a great school out of uh, Virginia, and you know they've got about 2,500 students. So we've got our hands full tomorrow, but I tell you, we're looking forward to the challenge. And, Coach, uh, for your team this year, kind of a mix of experienced guys and some young players that I know you guys were excited about last year. Um, so what's kind of the outlook for the team this season? Well, that, that remains to be seen yet. We're going to be very young on – we'll be a very young basketball team. Um, I love our sophomore class. Uh, we've got some good juniors. Our senior class, we're probably going to have maybe only two seniors. So um, uh, we're, we're looking forward to it. We won't take a back seat to anyone. i tell you what, our kids are working hard and – and when you work hard and you pay the price, um, you can you can do some good things. Obviously, other than the seniors leaving last year and the freshmen coming in this year, what are some of the differences between those two teams of last year and this year for your team? Well, last year we had um, we had six seniors, and they're all in college. Thank goodness they've all gone. And uh, in fact, they're all playing. They're actually all playing. One is redshirted. Um, so that's a good thing. And, you know, we, we had a different ball club last year. We weren't, um, we weren't super quick. Uh, we didn't get to play the, the press and the, and the run like we've normally played at Martinsburg. And I thought our guys did okay. Uh, our, our season wasn't, I think it didn't end like we wanted it to. We fell short, uh, in the regional, but when you think about, what they accomplished, uh, even though we didn't think we were one of the better teams that, that we've had, uh, we were still able to win our section. So, um, you know, when you when you can win your section around here, uh, you have to when you go on the road and win, uh, I think it's a, it's a good thing. And I thought they did a great job at the end of the year. And, Coach, who are some of the guys that are coming back that played a lot of minutes for your team last year? Well, eight, uh, Aiden and uh, Avion Blackwood played a good bit for us last year. I mean, tell you, he's probably he's probably the most that we've had. I mean, uh, we're really like um, 
uh, our Shipley boys at the point guard. I, I, we really enjoy Chase. Um, you know, we've uh, Michael Lupus did not play last year. He wanted to concentrate on some baseball, and now he's back. He's a good shooter. And, um, you know, so we've got some, uh, you know, we've got some good players off that JV team that have done a good job. And, and uh, you know, we've got a nice 6'5 freshman that has entered our program. And so, we, you know, we just like what we see as far as our young players are concerned. And, um, you know, some years you, you have um, ball clubs that are really senior laden. And you, if you do, you better win because that, they're, they're gone the next year. Uh, but we're really we're really pleased with what we see, uh, especially with our work ethic. And coach, last year you kind of mentioned a change in style for your team due to some personnel. So, uh, can Martinsburg fans expect uh, more of that up tempo style to return this year? Oh, I think so. I don't think there's any question about that. And you know, I, that's why we like to play. We like to uh, pick you up when you get off the bus and. And, and do some pressing and then takes and then, and then I think when you run the basketball I think you get easy baskets I you know if you really look at basketball and and then what and the and when you get to do a team that uh, really can run the break you actually get better shots sometimes than you do when you if you just pull it out and set it up I'll take a three on two a two on one any day uh, versus pulling that thing out and trying to run an offense and get a better shot so you know, it's just it's all in what uh, what we can do, and you know, and who you play is going to uh, dictate a little bit of that. Coach, who are some of your leaders this year on the team, and guys that we should keep an eye on? Well, we said Avion, we said Chase. Um, I really like Jackson Steen. Uh, he's a young man who works very hard. Uh, Shazir Baker is a good rebounder. You know, we got Caleb Linton off that JV team, about six five. Um, and then, um, we just got some other, just got some guys that, uh, that really weren't on the team last year. Braden Motts is, uh, staying with us this year and is, is very quick. So we just, we just added some good pieces there that we think that, that can do a good job for us. And, and we'll, we can go big at times. We can go small at times. Um, depends on what the situation calls for. And, Coach, looking at the schedule this year, uh, you guys, as I mentioned, go to John Hanley tomorrow for that tournament, and then you're going to head down to Myrtle Beach instead of Hilton Head this year, and then you bring in some more teams to the Skip Fowler this year. Uh, how much do you think that that early season going down to a different tournament will help you guys this year? Well, you know what? If we can get healthy, we've got we've got three starters out tomorrow. Um, you know, Matthew Robinson is still sick and Caleb is still sick. And so we're, we've got three or four starters that are, that are out tomorrow. So I'm anxious to see how every, the next man up steps up. That's why you practice every day. That's why you try to mimic what everyone does so they can step up. But yes, we, when we head down to the Panther classic, it'll be at Carolina forest high school. Uh, there's always good players down there. It's good competition. We enjoy the trip. We come back home and we've, uh, we've added some teams to our to our um, our classic here with the coach Skip Fowler. Um, you know, of course, we're in it. We have Jefferson and we have Millbrook, and we have Cesar Chavez out of Baltimore. Uh, we've got um, Gainesville High out of Virginia and Light Ridge High out of Virginia, and so that particular two nights, you you know, for a five dollar fee to get in and watch basketball. You're going to get to see four ball games. We're going to play a JV game and three varsity games two nights in a row. So if you're a basketball nut and you want to see basketball at a a lesser price, that's the time to come. And then, you know, I think the EPAC is going to be very strong this year. Uh, We've got Morgantown. We go to Willing Park. We go to Lindsley. Um, it just, it, it, our schedule is very good. It's very tough. And we told someone the other day and they said, you know, coach, do you ever, do you ever back off your schedule? And, you know, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, we don't operate that way. We think that we want to play the best competition that we can get. So the teams that, that are coming in here that I named are very good this year. I mean, Morgantown is just, I think they're better. They're going to be better this year than they were last year. And of course, they won it all. So it's it's uh, you know you. I told somebody the other day too. We were talking about the old coaching thing. If you stay in long enough, you're going to, that wheel goes all the way around. So there's going to be up years. There's going to be down years. And you just want to do what's right uh, by your program, 
by your by your players. You know, if I tell you that I'm a gentleman and I want to coach like a gentleman, then that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to tell you and do something different. And 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 I think the players know what we want and how we want to do it. Coach, uh, you mentioned how winning the section is, you know, an achievement in itself. Last year was very tight. Everybody split on your side of the section. And it looks like there's a chance this year could be very similar to last year. It should be another really competitive year in the EPAC. What are you looking forward to about uh, EPAC play? Oh, I don't think there's any question. You know, um, you know, Hedgesville is loaded with seniors, and Spring Mills has everyone back. Uh, Jefferson lost uh, two or three good ones, but they've reloaded, so you know they're going to be good. And Musselman, uh, I just uh, think they do a good job with what they have, and they do a good job uh, playing you and some for whatever reason uh, they're a tough team for us to play against so you know it is it's it's great local basketball and um, um, if you can if you can get through this uh, section in this region you know you've got a shot in Charleston and then what make sure that your team is one of those two to get to Charleston this year well, you know, again, I, I think everybody will tell you they start on the defensive end, and, and then for us, that's very, very important. Um, I, um, we, you know, we have uh, we have changed our coaching staff this year. Um, Coach Fowler has been with me for almost twenty years, and of course, his son graduated, and he has decided to follow his son. He's playing at Hiram College in Ohio, and so we understand that. Uh, we have replaced him with Marcellus Basie, and I think he adds a lot to our program. He's a hard worker. He's got a lot of energy. And uh, so um, we've been able to retain Coach Moore. I went back and looked the other day, and in 45 years of coaching, we've only turned over six coaches. So that's quite a lot. We've had Coach Moore has been in our program for a long time. Um, Coach Berg has been with us a, a good while. And, you know, we've added some pieces there. We've had some volunteer coaches come in. Eric Johnson is, is coming in and tried to, and helping us. And, and even on the freshman level, a member of our 209 state championship, Cam Cato, has stepped in there and taken that nice coaching class. And, uh, boy, I tell you, people that go through that coaching class get tested. I was uh, reading some of the questions on that test and how many tests you have to take, and I said, man, good thing maybe I don't have to take that. I wouldn't be coaching. But, no, it's it's a good thing. So anytime you can get former players coming back into your program, they already know what you want and uh, because they've been through it. So we're very appreciative of where we are with that. And I was going to mention that, uh, but, you know, what does it mean that uh... – you get some, you know, you lose Coach Fowler, obviously, but you bring in coach, or you bring in people to coach that have been in the program and that know what the program means and how to operate in the program. Oh, I think that's very important. I tell you, I told someone the other day when I when I decide to step away, I hope they hire someone that has been through our program that bleeds orange and black. I would hate to. I would hate to see some from one of the outside to come in there and take that over, but that won't be my call. But, you know, it's just I think it's very important. And uh, and I think the kids relate uh, to uh, Marcellus and what he's been through as an athlete and, and what he does for our kids in the community. And, and, I, and you know, you've got to – they've got to be able to relate to you and what you do. Um, and so he's he's done a great job for us, and we're, we're really looking forward to it. I mean, it's just uh, a lot of energy. But I think our kids are really, you know, they are understanding the game. I've got some young players that really think the game, um, and they they know what to do and know where they're supposed to be. And as long as they're working and they're getting better, then I think we're going to be fine. Coach Rogers, our guest, thanks for the time, and we'll be out there for the Skip Fowler in a couple weeks. Oh, great. Thank you. You guys have a wonderful time. You as well. That was Dave Rogers, head coach for the Martinsburg basketball team. Always great to catch up with him. We had two of the most iconic coaches in the EPAC on the show today. I think they're all now iconic, we can talk. Spencer. They are iconic, they are. but like two of the longest longest tenured, tenured. is what I meant. Yes. And when I say that, I mean they're so easy to ask questions to. Like, literally, Coach Rogers took my question about adding Bassey to the coaching staff, and he didn't even know I was going to ask that. That's what good coaches do, is yeah. predict the future. <laughs> I was literally like waiting to ask that question. You guys know that. And then I was like, oh, no, he started talking about it.
We did that multiple times during that segment. That's, <laughs> that's what, true. That's what makes it fun, though. It's because it keeps us on our toes as well, and we love talking to every coach around the EPAC. Yes, that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Parsons Ford. Ken Parsons Ford and Martinsburg, they became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more on the other side of this break. We'll talk Shepherd football as a semifinal tomorrow. And then uh, what else? We'll talk about the NFL, Steelers, hosting the Ravens on Saturday. Commanders on the bye. Maybe we'll talk a little uh, Commanders as well if we have some time. Nah. I don't know, It's man. a bye week. Stuff came out yesterday. We've got, we've got stuff to talk about. Uh, we'll be back in two minutes. Four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states. Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords. Financing from 0%. Parsons' goal of financing for all. And Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. It's the excitement of EPAC basketball on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Fowler, four seconds. Blackwood's corner, three, good! Taken away by Gladney. Over on the court, he'll lay that one up and in. We got you covered all season long with over 50 games of high school boys and girls hoops. Crossover four, and it's hot. Bennett back in the face of all. Right here on your EPAC sports leader, WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. If you or someone you know suffers from the disease of addiction, help is available from the Berkeley County Quick Response Team with peer recovery coaches and support promptly to the homes of those who've recently experienced an overdose. This collective effort towards recovery brings resources and services to the community, including naloxone and treatment options. Call 304-267-1313 or visit the Berkeley County Recovery Resource Center, 400 West Stephen Street, Martinsburg. The Berkeley County Quick Response Team is funded through a DHHR grant with the Berkeley Morgan County Health Department. Find that new Chevy truck or SUV you've been searching for right here at CMA Chevrolet of Martinsburg. With over 100 new Chevys in stock, you have options. We have the Silverados, Equinoxes, and more to meet your needs. And we are not selling over MSRP. Get power and fuel efficiency with the all-new Silverado 1500 LTD. Space and savings on a new Equinox. And that's not all. Every new Chevrolet has a lifetime powertrain warranty. And did we mention we are not selling over MSRP? Find new roads at CMAChevroletofMartinsburg.com, where owners just care more. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Brought to you part by the Barry's Group at Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. You can call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you. I want to apologize. I mispronounced the legend Marcellus Basie's name. I said Bassie. I want to apologize for that. Just slipped off the tongue there. Yep. I'm sorry. Uh, but, yeah. Happy to see that, uh, you know, he comes back to Martinsburg after they lost or, or after Coach uh, Coach Bruce Fowler decides to uh, stop coaching, go see his son play. That's I, I talked to him earlier, and I thought that's what he was doing. I talked to him during the football season. But, uh, you know, as we uh, – Get ready to get into basketball season. Uh, we'll be there for the Skip Fowler Memorial Classic at the end of the month, and then we'll have every Martinsburg home game, plus some big key away games as well, Nick. Uh, but now let's talk some Shepherd football there on the road as uh, they're in the national semifinals tomorrow. They traveled yesterday to Golden, Colorado, and they're getting acclimated today to the altitude with the practice. Uh, but the altitude, the, the key for this, but also – you know, when we talked to head coach on the other day, they didn't want to hype it up way too much. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, a fun football game. You know, initially my thoughts were that you know this would be a very tough matchup, and I still think that it's going to be you know a competitive game. Though I think is more what I've leaned towards as the week has gone on. So hopefully that does remain true. And, and you know, really talking to Ryan and Dylan the other day, it feels like I've just talked so much about this game that it, it feels like it's already been played. You talked with who on what? Ryan and Dylan on the Highly Disputed podcast. Yeah, Dylan Bishop, our uh, 
color analyst, cameraman, do it all, anchor, or he'll co-host the show sometimes. And his buddy, Ryan Stickle, hosts a podcast called Highly Disputed. You were on that, I think. Colin's the only one not to be a guest yet. I know. I will be. I've been a guest. Yeah. Unannounced guest. I mean, it was a random thing. Right. You weren't, like, scheduled like I was. Yeah, but And then I canceled, and then I rescheduled. You canceled? I canceled. He did cancel. Why did you cancel? It was was the day before Thanksgiving. I was doing some things. I was like, I don't know if I really had time to sit here and talk about Shepherd football. Uh, You could have. You wanted to spend time with the family. That's true. You're right. You're right. Um, But I think it's going to be a good game on Saturday. I'm going to match up. I think it's going to be two really high-powered offenses going at it in a semifinal game. Atmosphere should be great. But also, it's a concern for the Rams, right? Because of them never playing in that atmosphere. But Rams are mountain animals. So, Ooh, yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> they should be fine. Yeah. It's in their nature to, to go is. up there and play in that type of atmosphere. But I think it's going to be a fun game. Uh, they have a really talented quarterback on the other side. Obviously, we know that Tyson Bajan is the best quarterback in Division Two. Uh, he has a chance to go out there and prove that. The Rams are banged up at wide receiver. When we talked to Coach McCook, though, he said that Marlon Cooker and Ryan Beach are going to give it a go. So hopefully they're out there and can make some plays. And if they have them, uh, you got to have a lot more confidence this year that Shepard could pull off an upset and advance to the finals than you did last year. Uh, because this is a better team based on how they've played in the playoffs than how they played last year, just kind of barely squeaking out all three of those wins. This year pretty much dominating uh, throughout this postseason and that big win over IUP Shepard's playing its best football it has played um all season you know again- I, I wouldn't just say all season and that was actually the point that I was about to bring up after that 48-13 win and we talked about it with Travis Bajan on Monday Night Mayhem you've never seen Shepard dominate a team of that caliber like that you usually yeah. see the butt whoopings that Shepard gives out to guys like Millersville is a program, for example, that Lockhaven. Travis brought up Lockhaven. But to destroy IUP on the road like that, I don't think it's just the best football that they've played this year. I'd argue the fact that this is the best football that the program of Shepherd University has been playing, period, end of story. And they do have a win over Grand Valley State in their history. So That's I mean, true. I think that's probably the best win, but I'm in agreement with you that it's one of the better wins since coming to the PSAC for Shepard, and especially against a PSAC opponent that's considered toward the top. The only thing that you look at that probably makes it why people think Shepard has no chance in this game from the outside looking in is Shepard hasn't been those top 10 teams in the country like Colorado School of Mines has. They haven't even really played anybody that good. So this is the biggest challenge that they will face I won't up until this that. point. Yeah. And, and that's why you maybe have a little bit of hesitancy uh, going with a team like Shepard. But I do agree with you that the win over IUP gives you a lot more confidence that Shepard can make it close this week than if they just barely beat IUP like 23-20 to 20 or something like and that. And to put on top of that the fact that they have not allowed a sack in how many games? Is it up to four or five now? And the same with turnovers offensively. So if you can play that clean of football again this week, I wouldn't be surprised if Shepard wins. And even if those two things happen and they don't win, you just got to tip your cap to Colorado School of Mines because even if you play clean football and they still beat you, they were the better team. And there was nothing, unfortunately, you could have done about that. Yeah. As long as you don't beat yourself, I think you come Mm -hmm. away with this one feeling fine about how the season ends. Obviously, you don't want the season to end. You know, without you being the national champs, that was your goal essentially at the beginning of the year. But Shepard is in the same realm in terms of how these teams recruit and how they build their programs. They just are bigger schools with more money and more scholarships. And Shepard doesn't have that. Uh, they don't have that kind of funding. They're not a very big school in terms of uh, enrollment. So um, for them to compete at this level would be a great step in the right direction. A win would just be awesome for the Rams. Uh, so, you know, I think it's going to be a fun game. I think the teams are pretty equal when you look at the numbers, but maybe the opponents is what the difference is there, or Shepard can pull off this upset. I think anytime you have Tyson Bajan, who's the best player in the country, you got a chance. I would pick Colorado School of Mines just based off of, you know, a few of their scores and the fact that I know that they can compete at this level. But I would say Shepard has a chance because they're playing their best football 
And like we said, the win over IUP being so dominant gives you a lot more confidence that this team for Shepard might be just be might just be different than the previous teams that have come up short in this round in the past. Yeah, I would tend to agree with everything you're saying there. Again, 3.30 Eastern tomorrow, only on ESPN+. Plus. NCAA broadcast playoff rules say that we could not go out there. So, uh, honestly, if we were able to, we probably would have made our way out there. Oh, yeah, I'd love to be chilling in Golden, Colorado right now if we could. Yeah, but unfortunately, NCAA playoffs, semifinals, and finals are owned by ESPN and their station family of networks but espn plus you can just go on to espn.com slash plus you can probably get a free trial yeah i know some people that have done that yeah. if not there are plenty of uh watch parties around locally to go to i know on the campus of uh shepherd i think the gridiron club is doing one there uh somewhere inside of the ram den or in that area and then i know a few bars i think are yeah, also sure. doing some watch parties so. as well yeah uh but uh if you want to tune in three thirty eastern tomorrow uh, let's shift over to the NFL. Last night, the Rams, led by Baker Mayfield, three days after or two days after acquisition, came back to win 17 16. Uh, I had turned that game off because it was 16 to 3. Yeah, and I did With that. With like four minutes left. Last night, did that. That's back to back games. Monday night. Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> and it happens. <laughs> hey, I don't know what it is. Now these Thursday night games are entertaining. No, it was a Monday night minutes. game and a Thursday night yeah. game. That yeah. was sixteen to three, and the other team came back and won. But um, I didn't watch the game because I just two teams that aren't going to be in the playoffs. I didn't have too much interest in I mean, it. The Raiders still had a chance before that. Um, but man, Josh McDaniels has had a very disappointing first year at the Raiders. He really has. And I know that they were supposed to have a great division, but really, it's just the Chiefs again. So <laughs> I could didn't really live up to the hype i mean yeah. the chargers are okay but they're not as good as people thought they were going to be either including myself um so morning if you follow the raiders and for the rams i mean the baker story is just insane you know how do you he also was, there was points i was seeing on twitter last night like uh baker mayfield looks like a player that was just acquired two days ago and then he goes out and he leads a comeback yeah, and leads a ninety-eight yard or yeah, ninety-eight yard yeah. game-winning drive. So, hey, if you're Stafford, are you scared? I mean, I think Stafford's done anyway. I think he's retiring. I do too, because this injury seems pretty bad, and he hasn't been able to really play through it this year. And he doesn't really have much else to prove. Yeah. I think the way the Rams are going, it seems like they're an aging team that's not going to be very successful in the future. So, for me, I think Matt Stafford should go out while his legacy is still pretty high all right uh one game we'll have on the airways this weekend steelers hosting the ravens that's an 11 a.m pregame show sunday 1 p.m kickoff currently at this moment according to caesar sportsbook the steelers are favored by two ravens likely without lamar jackson nick well yeah he's yeah he's out i mean he's got a i mean by now they probably officially listed him as out yeah but i haven't seen the official numbers or the official I don't know if they've technically done it they'll probably do it on Sunday because they want the Steelers to still think that he might play probably but I think the Ravens still find a way to win in a close low scoring game uh, maybe I don't know I like and Huntley we said at the beginning of the week we were in disagreement on this one because of the fact that Lamar is out I think Huntley and just the talent that it's on the Steelers side defensively but what do the Steelers have it? offensively that Right. give the Ravens any problems. Pickett has not he lived sucks. up to his last name. He hasn't had too many turnovers the past few weeks. Week. So if he can continue to do that, I think they get the win. I, I agree that it's a low-scoring defensive battle like you expect these teams to always have no matter what year or week it is. But I think you got to go with the Steelers this time by a field goal, in my opinion. All right, well, that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. EPAC Hoops begin tonight on Talk Radio WRNR TV 10, WRNR TV on YouTube, Greenbrier East at Musselman, 7 p.m. pregame, 7.30 tip, doubleheader at Spring Mills tomorrow, boys then girls, boys host Greenbrier East, then girls host Bridgeport. That starts at a 12.30 pregame show, 1 p.m. tip. That'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Uh, for Colin, Nick, I'm Spencer, as uh, we want to thank the guests today, Coach Head, head Coach Chelly, Kelly Church of the Hedgesville Eagles basketball team and Dave Rogers, Head Coach of the Martinsburg basketball team. That'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. For Colin, Nick, I'm Spencer saying so long. We'll talk to you on Monday on Talk Radio WRNR Martinsburg and TV 10. Hey.